1: We have Miranda Devine, New York Post columnist and her book, uh, Laptop from Hell regarding Hunter Biden. Once again, we're hearing again about this laptop and the FBI wasn't, was they whistleblowers to Senator Ron Johnson? As you heard, uh, John Solomon also touched upon it. What do you know that the FBI was specifically told to hands off the Hunter Biden laptop?
0: That's right. And this is, again, um, I'm sure John's just told you, uh, coming from uh, at least 14 whistleblowers from the FBI who've come forward to uh, Republicans like Ron Johnson and Chuck Grassley, and uh, basically telling us what we really knew. Uh, But it's just in in detail and confirming it, that the FBI, who had had the laptop since December of 2019, the actual laptop that Hunter Biden left behind at John Paul MacIsaac's repair shop in Delaware, he gave it to the FBI because he thought that there was material on there that he had seen um, that he thought was important to national security and might be uh, exculpatory evidence for Donald Trump in his upcoming impeachment. And he had had the laptop since uh, April of that year. He had done nothing with it. Hunter refused to pick it up. And so John Paul MacIsaac is a patriot. He thought he was doing the right thing. He contacted the FBI He had a very odd uh, interaction with one of the agents who he felt was threatening him, saying, you know, keep your mouth shut. Um, That laptop, we never saw again. It just was buried by the FBI. Um, Now we find out from these whistleblowers that Ron Johnson's been talking to that there was actually an edict that went out not to touch it. You cannot touch it because we don't want to be interfering with the election the November 2020 election, and so they've had it since December 2019, 11 months they think they can't interfere with it, yet, um, you know, 90 days before the midterms, they're quite happy to raid Donald Trump's house.
1: Withholding evidence or important story, that's not impacting the election, Miranda? Sorry? Sorry? When you withhold evidence, important facts about Hunter Biden's laptop, you don't think the very fact of withholding will influence an election, if that's their standard?
0: Of course, exactly. It's it's by doing nothing, by not allowing the American people to understand exactly what they were voting for. Uh, They have put their fingers on the scale, and that's exactly what they wanted to do, because we know that there is a cabal of FBI agents and analysts uh, particularly in the Washington, D.C. field office, who are partisans. And uh, we also know that um, uh, the the guy who's in charge of the January 6 investigation from the Washington field office was promoted there after the fiasco with the Gretchen Whitmer case. Uh, we also know that uh, there there is an agent and an analyst, Tim Teaboltz and uh, Brian Orton, who also Uh, put their hand on the scale of justice before the election and uh, were describing this laptop, one of them, as Russian disinformation and basically dissuading um, any investigations into it. And so uh, what we see is that material that was very embarrassing to Joe Biden was buried by the FBI.
1: And at the same time, by the way, when they were withholding this important evidence, 51 so-called experts, security experts, national intelligence experts went out and said that this sounds exactly like Russian disinformation and the FBI knew better or should have known better.
0: Yes. I mean, there was just, uh, you know, this, I don't know if you can call it collusion because we have no evidence that they they talked to each other, but it was a very coincidental parallel censorship and it was John Brennan, James Clapper, uh, Leon Panetta, four uh, former heads of the CIA, and um, you know um, dozens of other former high-level uh, intelligence operatives, they wrote that letter just uh, three or four days after we published the first of our stories about coming from the laptop, and uh, they said, without looking at it, that it they didn't use this language but they said it was Russian disinformation. They called it information, but that's what they meant, and that's how it was read, by all the headlines. And that just gave uh, Joe Biden the get-out-of-jail-free card he needed when he went into that last debate against Donald Trump. Of course, Donald brought up the laptop, and, of course, Joe Biden pulls out this letter, you know, metaphorically, and uh, and 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 he... he he exaggerates it. He says, this is the intelligence community. They've looked at it and they've decided that Russian disinformation. You're the problem. And uh, and it worked for him because he, there's a compliant media that didn't want Donald Trump to win. So all they needed was a couple of fig leaves and uh, that's what John Brennan gave them. This is what the FBI managed to do. And then at the same time, you had uh, big tech also censoring Facebook and Twitter, censoring the New York Post. Uh, Twitter locked us down for two weeks and uh, only unlocked our account a few days before the election. Miranda
1: Devine, speaking of misinformation, let's talk about this raid and all the leaks that have come out of it. And now President Biden is insisting he had no advance notice of the FBI raid. Uh, we're expecting the affidavit to be released, redacted affidavit to be released uh, by noon tomorrow. What are you hearing? I, re- you, you remember the Washington Post said there was nuclear codes and like all these, this nonsensical, uh, you know, like uh, what was it chatter? I guess that we have no proof about to this state. So what are you hearing, Lydia? It's called trial by leaks. That's right. what they're doing. Right. While they're not disclosing, they're probably gonna. Uh, basically black out most of the affidavit they want us to believe that he had nuclear codes or some sort of national security evidence and meanwhile they took what 11 days before they executed the warrant they took the weekend off and so and now president biden says he had no advance notice of the fbi raid but we heard just from john solomon that he obviously played some sort of role in this what do you know miranda
0: well look the leaks uh really make a mockery of this attempt by the DOj to to not release the affidavit to uh extensively redact it is what we're expecting uh when it when it is finally released um and because everything that could be on the affidavit uh much of it is, has already been published in, of course, the same publications that ran all the leaks during the Russia collusion hoax, the Washington Post and the New York Times. Uh, they're all uh, selective leaks designed to make uh, Donald Trump look bad, designed to get the DOJ off the hook for what was a really botched we'll take a trade. break then. Yeah.
1: Oh, sorry. Um, sorry. Mary, no, no, uh... no, no, no. Sorry, Miranda. Um, so... I mean, yeah, the, the leaks, how redacted we have to break? That's what we were talking about. How redacted do you think this document will be? Will there be any sort of information in it, the affidavit?
0: Look, I'll be very surprised if there's anything of worthwhile in there. I know that on the day of the raid, uh, Christina Bob, one of um, uh, Trump's lawyers, uh, was told by uh, some of the DOJ lawyers, At the scene, that she couldn't see the affidavit because they wanted to protect a confidential human source, whoever that is, who told them, uh, you know, gave them the, the, uh, I guess, the the reason to to do the raid. Um, And so that's fair enough. You would expect them to hide the name, redact the name of whoever their source was. But there's no excuse to redact really anything else. Um, if, if they're going to charge President Trump, then it will all come out in court anyway. Um, and the secrecy is uh, completely at odds with the leaking. And uh, if if Merrick Garland and Christopher Wray cannot control their troops, uh, it's either they can't control them or they are authorising the leaks. Either way really bad you can, you cannot keep the american public in the dark about something so momentous so potentially divisive as raiding the home of a former president and probable future uh, you know competitor with, of with machine everyone. guns
1: and by the way he had the right yeah. to have those papers as a uh, under the presidential papers act that was passed in the 70s after watergate
0: Well, Well, this is right. This is a legal uh, discussion. It doesn't need to be prosecuted with machine guns. Machine guns. (laughs) Who who are they going to fight? The the, the Secret Service? was going to shoot it out with with the FBI? I mean,
1: what kind of nonsense is going on in this world? Well, thank you so much, Miranda Devine of the New York Post. We look forward to your next column. Again, this is Miranda Devine. Thank you for all that you do. Thank you. Thank you. And when we come back, we have a lot more to talk about. Keep it right here, Cats at Night.